Welcome to this bonus episode, Public Health Plus. I'm Cass. And I'm MJ. So today, our bonus episode is going to be a longer version of MJ's hot takes, which was a little too spicy for our main episode. So we've pulled it out to have a little bit more time to chat about in a bonus. Yes, uh, this is too hot for the main episode. So I'm going to rant about it here. So I'm a huge advocate for all things eco-friendly and sustainable. And one of the trends that really, really frustrates me is when corporations or when society in general shifts the blame of this climate change stuff onto individuals, right? So to be fully clear, people are definitely responsible, but only to a certain degree. The idea that the reason why we are in this mess is because people don't take like five minute showers or like because you're using a plastic straw, like that is highly misleading. I will say though, plastic straws are really bad for our sea turtles. So to the extent that you can limit plastic straw consumption, that would be great. Yes, that'd be great. So again, like people are responsible for certain things, right? But I don't I don't like it when the blame is shifted on us because that is misleading. So for example, 100 companies in the world, right? 100 companies in the entire world. So think about how many companies there are Lots. and think about just 100 of them. Very few. 100 companies is responsible for more than 70% of all global emissions. So that's all of global emissions. Almost three quarters of it comes from 100 companies. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that the vast majority of emissions come from a very small yeah. group of companies. So if we could get those folks to start doing better, we could dramatically impact our CO2 emissions. Exactly. And I think, I mean, I'm going to keep going down the list, but I'll come back to this. So Coca-Cola, they are single-handedly responsible for just Coca-Cola. They are responsible for 3 million tons of plastic every year. Just that. Like we're not even talking about Pepsi, which is a very close second place. Fossil fuel industry have spent multiple decades and billions of dollars on deregulation and promoting climate change denial. So there's another podcast that talks about this. Essentially, fossil fuel companies knew from the very beginning that this is going to be a huge climate issue, but they have lobbied for decades against it because they know it's not in their best interest to do this. A lot of food suppliers are very exploitative in nature in, in a sense that they have very little consideration for food waste. So they don't produce their food in a way that's like thinking about where this food is going. They To them, it's just like, we just get need to get this food out of the door. So Back when the COVID first hit, there was an article, I believe, from the Washington Post, but I could be wrong. Essentially, the dairy producers, they had to dump like millions of gallons of milk. Did you see that one? Yeah, I did. And I also saw a story about a bunch of pigs that had to be slaughtered and turkeys, and they didn't have anything to do. They had nowhere to send the food. They couldn't do anything with it. Right. But if you think about it, are you, are really, are you serious? Like, there's no way for you to utilize that extra food? Like... Are you saying that there's no people who might be food insecure in this country that might really appreciate some free milk, right? Are you saying that perhaps there's another, I don't know, maybe some war-torn country that the U.S. have had their hands in in the last 20 years that might maybe those people might appreciate some free food, right? Are you saying that there's no no way to use this, right? So, uh, And tech companies themselves, right? This is something that bothers me too. Like tech companies, they could make products that have repairability in mind. Right. So they could make a product that's if one part breaks, you could just replace that one part. They could do that. But well, it's not just tech companies either. It's all companies. I mean, I was just talking with my mother in law the other day about when they moved, they bought a new refrigerator, refrigerator freezer combo because they're getting a little bit older. They wanted the fridge on the top and the freezer on the bottom. 
and they gave they gave the old one to my sister-in-law. It's 40 years old, still runs perfectly. It's amazing. It's great. The brand new one that they bought, they've had to get it fixed several times. At this point, it's cost more to get it fixed than just throwing the damn thing out and buying a new one right. would have because they make it so expensive to repair things so that you will just buy something new. Yeah. So I gave all these examples because to come back to my point, the whole point that it's misleading to say people are responsible for climate change, like all these companies, all these huge companies with massive impacts, they all could, out of the goodness of their own heart, decide to do the right thing and be more eco-friendly and be more sustainable, but they don't. And that's one thing. But when these companies do these quote-unquote marketing campaign or what I call propaganda campaign of, so BP, British Petroleum, uh, you know, the one that's responsible for several oil spills. Yep. They had a tweet. I don't know if it's months months ago but, or years ago. They had a tweet that's like, do your part to fight climate change. Calculate your carbon footprint here. And there was a link to a carbon footprint calculator. <laughs> BP. BP posted that tweet. <laughs> And the thing that I find funny is that there are companies like tech companies are now working with oil companies and natural gas companies to improve their capacity to extract more oil and more fossil fuels and gases. And, you know, they're, they'll say, oh, we're, we're green. We're offsetting our carbon footprint by doing X, Y, and Z things. But then they're working with these companies that are continuing to contribute to, you know, harmful practices as well as our own issues like their offices might be green but their production companies aren't yeah so like every time i see these big companies make statements about taking shorter showers or like banning plastic straws in in their company starbucks right every time i see these things it just fuels me with rage because it deflects the blame away from them and onto the consumers now to be fair absolutely we as individuals we do have responsibilities we definitely should take shorter showers and we should try not to use plastic straws because sea turtles. But this is, I think we talk about this in one of these episodes where it just shifts the blame. Oh, in gun violence, it, it just came out. Like in the gun violence episode, when they talk about mental health, what they're trying to do essentially is like, don't look at us. Right. Look at the dancing monkey. Look look over there. Don't look behind the curtain. Yeah. And this this type of, you know, what I call corporate gaslighting is doing the same thing as I like, don't look at us. Like think about shorter showers, you know, think about plastic straws and sea turtles. Don't look at, you know, how... We could theoretically do a lot better, but we choose not to. But, you know, at the end of the day, as individuals, we do have responsibilities. And if you think about it, we are the demand. And if we could change our demands, then hopefully the supply side will follow. So one of the things that I really love is voting with your money. So if you don't believe in a company, don't buy from them. And fortunately, we live in America where we have arguably too many options, but you could definitely get the things that you want without buying from a certain company that you don't like. So vote with your money. Absolutely. And as we always talk about, vote with your vote too, because who you elect is going to impact the climate decisions that we make in terms of regulations, agreements that we might sign, policies that we put into place, tax breaks for sustainability, like electric vehicles and solar panels and that kind of stuff. So vote in every way you can with your money and, and your vote. Yes. Vote with your money and vote with your vote. And I'm going to end with a quote that I really love. You don't need a handful of people doing zero waste perfectly. We need millions of people doing it imperfectly. So one of the things that people are scared about when doing sustainability is that they look at this thing as like, oh, wait, I need to cut out. I need to be vegan. I need to cut out like all plastic. No, you don't have to do that, right? You could just 
do what you can do what's practical for you because you doing that one little thing is better than you trying to do a lot of things and failing right so just do whatever you can and it's more about all of us doing a little bit than some of us doing all of it right it comes back to the population level of public health right we can only do so much on our own but when we do things at a level that will impact the population whether it's companies changing behaviors or enough folks engaging in recycling or reusing different products that can really help when we have enough people doing something thanks for listening to this bonus episode of public health plus and indulging in my hot takes hot takes stay tuned for episodes released every thursday